Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 1233 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Fort Lauderdale. 233 Eastern, and this is Oilers Now. We will tell you that guests in Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roost Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roost Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. You can tell Brendan, Daphne, and Chris that Oilers Now uh, sent you. Special shout-out to my man, Taylor, as well. All right, to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. For Mid-City Construction Management, Mid-City is currently seeking a safety advisor to join their ranks. Go to Indeed.ca and search for Mid-City today. Well, he is the safety advisor for NHL Hockey and Rogers. We welcome back to the show, Elliot Friedman. Hi, Elliot. How are you doing? (laughs) What does that mean exactly? The safety advisor? What is that? I don't know. I think that's what Bruce Buchanan's doing. The, the former uh, Oilers uh, television play-by-play voice. I did uh, stats for him a long time ago. Great guy. And uh, started off to went from the Brandon Wheat Kings to the Edmonton Oilers. How good of a uh, gig was that back in the day on ITV, when ITV was part of what was known as Western International Communications, headed up by... Uh, the uh, the Rusins by Harold and Kathy Rusin. Harold Rusin, by the way, uh, I jokingly refer to as the Kaiser Soze of Edmonton money. So I'll just leave out every. There, that's a little inside joke. I'm sure, but, he loves it. Uh, referred to as that. Yeah. Oh no no he's uh, he's he's a he's a very astute smart guy. There's no debate about it. And uh, we we have a lot of fun with him over the years. But uh, tell me this: um, yeah, are, so you doing, like doing uh, are you doing the show by the pool? By the way, well, uh, you know they got to save the whales campaign currently taking place on the beach as we speak. No, I'm uh, up on the. I won't tell, tell you what floor I'm on. Uh, you know what I'll do? Yeah, I'll right. send a text. Uh, I'll te- I'll send a text. I'll text a photo to Brendan, and he can. T- uh, 
uh, I'll show the picture of where my room is in relation to uh, the beach here in Fort Lauderdale. How's that? We're right okay. by the beach. I'm not out on the beach, and I'm not. I'm not actually even on the patio because the they're reconfiguring a condo complex across from the one that the hotel's in. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a ton of work on it, so they got stuff going all day, like from seven in the morning until seven at night, and there's oh, sandblasters and all yeah. that kind of stuff out. Yeah, right. So that's why we're inside. So how you doing? Not bad. How are you doing, man? Hanging in there. I'm glad to anything hear. Anything going on? I, you know what? I, Is I that don't trade know if there's anything. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, that's very good, Bob. Uh, Is that trade know, God's I, truth? I, I, I haven't heard. You know, I, I mean, like, look, like yes, things are starting to percolate a little bit out there. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, like, like, I still, I, I stick to my guns on, you know, how I think that Edmonton is approaching this. They don't want to trade their first rounder. They don't want to trade high draft picks. Um, and certainly not two at a time, like, you know, Columbus had talked to them about. Um, you know, I think it's a real, I, I, I think, I think it's a real challenge for them. I think they know they, they, they need to do something, but I just don't think they want to pay the prices and not, they're not excited about the goaltending options that are available to them. And uh, I, I, I just wonder if Skinner comes up. I do. I, I wonder if Skinner comes up. And when I was on the Merrick show the other day that's in Toronto, the, that's the. That's, yeah. I was on the Merrick show in Toronto. I said you wave. Uh, I think I said Koskinen, and then you bring Skinner up. But now I just wonder if you bring up all three of them. Um, and you know, um, you know, someone. And I will credit them at the at the right time. Did a did a deep dive on. Uh, Woodcroft, and they said that if you look at his history, he's not uncomfortable playing 11 forwards and 7D. So if that's the way you're going to think, then maybe do you drop a forward and, and bring up Skinner? I don't know. I, this is just me spitballing and thinking. And but I think you have to do something. Skinner pitched a shutout in his last appearance. Maybe it's his time. Well, this is going to make for really crappy radio because that's what I said in the last segment. Is uh, you know Koskinen, we assume gets a start tomorrow. I don't know if the owners have made it official yet. And then we're looking at uh, you know you, Jay's Jay's uh, Jay's a guy that knows numbers and he uses them. And you know what the numbers are? Eric Tolsky, one of the guys, in, and we'll talk about Chicago in a second. But he, he's he's in Carolina. He did kind of the definitive piece on back-to-back starts. I don't know if it's quite the same when you're talking about matinee games on back-to-back days. Uh, I wonder if it's different. But as yeah, a rule, of thumb, you don't like centers and back-to-back, mm-hmm. right? And so. My, my feeling is if you start Koskinen and Smith this weekend and Smith has another poor start, well, I, I, I said earlier, I'd just bring Skinner up and I'd send Perlini down. You're going 11-7 and seven anyways. I'd have three goalies here. I'd play all 70 and you still got a, a, an extra four that's kicking around. So that's what I would do. So unfortunately, Elliot, that makes for a really boring radio because we're both thinking the same way. Well, like I said, like uh, this not- was suggested to me. I, I can't take credit for it. Um, uh, I, I, it makes a lot of sense to me. Look, like you know, Bob, like this, this is this is critical mass, and you know, and then again, the other thing too is, 
after the weekend, you know, your schedule really lightens up. It's favorable for you. Like yes. someone, like, like someone was looking at this for me too. You know, I, I, you guys have a, a favorable schedule. The Kings have a favorable schedule. The team that looks like, from what I understand, is the toughest schedule is Nashville. And you know, they, they're a wild. You know, they're they're battling for wild card Central Division anyway. But it's a team that you have to deal with. I mean, you know. Like, do you want it? Do the Oilers want it? You know, their epitaph this year to say that statistically we should have given up fewer goals. You know, you, at some point in time, you like, like I understand what Holland's thinking about making a dumb trade. I, I really support it. I do. At some point in time, you have to step up and say we can't keep doing the same thing. And. Uh, I think that it's unique. It's different. I know, like I know, goalies hate it. Goalies despise the three goalies in practice because that means you know one guy has to sit around and do nothing, or or you have to hope that one guy's not going on the ice. But you can't worry about their feelings anymore. You have to get saves. And you know, I, if I was in his shoes, I would avoid making the dumb trade. But I would, I would consider having all three of them there and just riding the hot hand. Well, that's kind of where I'm at right now too. I got to be honest with you, um, and because you might end up having to do something in the off season, anyways, to. Yeah. You know, get the guy you want because maybe that's the time that provides a better opportunity to get something consummated. And you can read in between the lines of who I, who I might be thinking of there. No, can, who are you uh, thinking of? By the way, the orders have only given. Tell up. me. <laughs> well, there's different guys out there. I mean, um, you know, some people like Chris Streeter. Okay, I would be a little concerned on Chris Streeter based on what I've seen in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Hugh. Uh, speaking of Hugh, uh, Billy Huso. Uh, he's an understatement. Yeah, Huso. Huso is somebody who's on your radar, I think. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. might be a guy. Like I'm. I believe that Skinner's going to be here either way. Like he's going to be on the team. And yeah. I, I. I don't know if like we know costs. Just just so the listeners are avail uh, uh, aware, Elliot. I fully expect Miko Koskinen in the NHL as a 1B starter next year. He'll be back. He's going to get another job. He's going to get another job. Like, he was, and and there might be some people listening right now, and they want to hear from you, so I'm going to turn it over to you right away here. But there, there are some people right now that say, why don't they just, you know, now that it's Woodcroft and not uh, Tippett, does it change the dynamic if Koskinen knows that, you know, Smith was seen as Tippett's guy, is it different if it's, you know, Woodcroft? So I'm going to ask you that question. Is it different? In, in, like in terms of what are you talking about? Maybe having a chance to go with him. <laughs> well, oh, I, like the, th- or, the thing is, like, like I look at it this way. Like I, I look at obviously that Woodcroft is going to have some more familiarity with Skinner than Tippett would, right? There, there, there's more yeah. of a built-up relationship between the two of them they know he knows them more like when you're like like i i think it's a lot of it is is human nature when your ass is on the line you 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 want to be there with the people that you trust right or the people that you know and you know i think that 
Dave Tippett, he trusted and he knew of all the options that were available to him, he trusted and he knew Mike Smith the most. Okay? And that's why he went with Mike Smith. And ultimately, that was one of the decisions that uh, unfortunately cost him his job. The Todd, uh, Jay Woodcroft, at least, can say, I know Skinner a little bit more. We have to do something different here. And yep. that's a guy I know. And I think there's more of a chance, and I would agree with you on this, there's more of a chance Skinner gets a run under Woodcroft than he does under Tippett. Now, I, I just think the thing here is this. Smith is struggling. Um, and with your other goalie, Koskinen, the Oilers, and I think everybody who's an Oiler fan knows, the more you have to ride him, the less he's dependable. Like, if he, if yep. he can give you one or two starts a week, you're going to probably be okay. But it's when it starts getting up to four or five starts in a row, that's where you get into trouble. And so you need another option. And I think there's a better chance of Jay Woodcroft making Skinner that option than there would be anyone else. All right. Great job explaining it. Let's get to some goaltenders around the league. Mark Andre okay. Fleury. Uh, I just, I just don't think that to... he's coming. To... Oh, sorry, what's that? What did Speck say? Okay. He inferred what you were about to say. Go ahead on Mark Andre Fleury. I, I don't think he's coming to Edmonton, and I don't think the Oilers are trading a first round pick for him. So it's, it's both ways. Okay. Uh, is is uh, Colorado out on Mark Andre Fleury regarding Darcy Kemper? <laughs> I think so. I mean, Kemper is just, he's been unbelievable lately. They've got, what, like, uh, how many regulation losses they have since December? Like, two? Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't see that. I, the only way I see that happen is if somebody blows them away with an offer for Kemper, and they're like, oh, okay, we need somebody else right now. But I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, Speck mentioned Simeon Varlamov with the New York Islanders, which I am got to tell you, I'm not super excited about, and I don't. I'd have to even check his contract status. One more I'm just year. Do that right now. One more One year. One more year. Yeah, but I'm checking yeah. to see if he's got a no movement in place. He uh, does. He he has some protection there. He has some yeah. protection there. And you know, I mean, it's. I guess it like. The, the tough thing with that is it's Lamorello, right? So it's not like there's a yeah. ton of information coming out of that situation. But, you know, I, I did say to me it wasn't impossible. I had someone say to me it wasn't impossible, but it wasn't easy because the Islanders would ask for a lot for him. And number two, you know, if they, if they take him off the roster, Sorokin doesn't have another rush in there. And that might not be as important as he's – Developing or been around longer, but I know that the Islanders have considered that important. Yeah, nine sixteen this year, nine twenty nine last year, nine fourteen. That's a team that's traditionally. I mean, their structure suggests good goaltending numbers. Uh, a lot of people think they've got a, a, a goaltender guru mix, uh, a guy that's kind of fought Mitch Corns followed Barry Trotz around in his career. Uh, and obviously that team's challenged to score because they've got decent goaltending. All right, Varlamov uh, is a good Varlamov is a good goalie too. He is a good goalie. Now you know the word on the street is that the Islanders have, have looked for a power play quarterback for a while. 
that that's mm-hmm. part of their challenge is they want a guy that can drive some numbers for the back end. And some might say Edmonton's got some redundancy between Tyson Berry and, uh, and, uh, Evan Bouchard. But I don't believe for a second that Tyson Berry gets you Simeon Barlamov myself. And I don't know if no, I, I don't, here. I don't believe that either. So you know, right. the solution is you have to trade them Bouchard then, Bob. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wanted to see a reaction. Yeah. You know, I mean the the other the other guys out there. Like there's like the interesting one's going to be Holtby. Um, you know, Ottinger has won the job in Dallas. He's he's playing very well. You know, the worst comes to worst, they could always uh, have Kudobin with them. Um, you know, but Holtby's going to be expensive too. Like Dallas is not just giving him away. Um, you know, depending on what his situation is. And, um, you know, I think that, but that would be an interesting one, but it's not inexpensive depending on what that is. And then, you know, Halak, the last I checked, and I have, I admit I haven't checked this week, but the last I checked, you know, he was saying he didn't want to be traded and he has control there. So that's where that situation is. Uh, a uh, Stony has text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line and says, "What about Anton Forsberg?" Yeah, Anton Forsberg is 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 an interesting one. I mean, how long was he in Edmonton last year? Like a like a week or something like that, or how long was he around? You know, Forsberg yeah. is 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 a decent option. You know, the the thing is, is, again, it's it's what pick is Edmonton giving up for for him? Because. Sure. You know, like I like, like people here in Edmonton, they've heard me say this before. I think you guys offered like a fifth rounder for Martin Jones. And, you know, the, the two, three combination for Corpusello, they weren't doing that. So I think it comes down to how high a price does Edmonton want to pay. Forsberg's been pretty good. I mean, I like Forsberg. I do. Yeah. Uh, Haji has texted the show. Uh, it's a total curveball for you. Can you ask Elliot okay. if he's aware of whether or not there are any Canadian hockey players in Russia? And if so, are they attempting to leave right now out of the KHL? Yes. Uh, so I, I wrote a little bit about this today, uh, Haji. Um, basically, uh, yes. So the, the KHL, uh, they basically cut their playoffs. Right before the Olympics, they announced that they were canceling the second half of their season and they were going right to the playoffs after the Olympics. And those are supposed to start on Tuesday. And basically, it's the top eight teams in the Eastern Conference, and the top eight teams in the Western Conference, although Finland, uh, Jokerit, which is Russian-owned, uh, is out. So uh, there are, I went through all the rosters, and I found 28 North Americans, 23 Canadians, and five Americans. And I reached out to as many of them as I could, or their agents, and I will tell you that a number of them just refused to talk. And some of the agents said, I won't even, I will advise my players not to talk to you on or off the record. And I promised that I wouldn't reveal who I, I spoke to. And, you know, and I understood that. Like, you know, yesterday, for example, I think there were 1,800 people arrested for protesting in Russia. You know, people don't exactly value free speech. So I understood that. I did speak to two people, two players, one by phone and one by text. And, um, you know, one of the players, all he would say to me was he is considering coming home, but he hasn't decided yet. And the other player I spoke to said that he's going to play. 
and he said quite simply, and he hopes that every that me and everybody understands it, is that you know if you go home, you don't get paid. And his family is counting on his salary this year from playing overseas. And you know, and he said it's 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 not an easy decision. It's it, but it's a financial decision, and his family counts on a salary. And that's why you know he's going to play. And I said, do you feel safe? He said, yes, I do. He said, I'm, you know, I'm not that close to the Ukraine border, um, but you know, I understand it's not an easy decision. I understand some people may not like it, but you know, that's the financial decision he's got to make for his family. So uh, that's the best answer I could give you, Haji. But I understand that you know a lot of those players didn't want to talk on or off the record. Because you know, it's if if someone takes a dislike to what you have to say, there are real consequences over there, and I and I understand that. All right, some real quick hitters for you: Chicago GM finalists. You listed them in thirty-two thoughts. Give them to yeah. us if you could, Elliot. Sure. Uh, one of them is Matthew Darsh, who's the assistant general manager in Tampa Bay. One of them is Kyle Davidson, who's the incumbent right now in Chicago. And one of them is Jeff Greenberg, who is the assistant general manager of the Cubs. And the tie-in there is that the Blackhawks wanted to go a little bit different. And uh, one of the people that's running this search for the Blackhawks, her name is Jamie Faulkner. She runs a lot of their business operations. Um, she has a connection with the Cubs. Her, her husband's a senior vice president there. And she knows the baseball world. And Jeff Greenberg's dad, I think, was Mario Lemieux's lawyer for a while. So there is a bit of a hockey connection there. Those are your three finalists. How would the league look on a baseball executive coming in to be a GM of an NHL team? I've got to tell you, Bob, I've gotten a lot of texts and calls about that. Um, like I got a lot of people saying, are you crazy? Um, you know, I, I will say this. I think the Blackhawks have weighed that. Uh, like, I heard Greenberg interviewed very well. And, that, and, they, and they have said, you know, could we really do this? And one of the people that's also running the search for Chicago is a guy by the name of Mike Ford, who runs a company called Sportsology. They're basically a sports headhunting firm. And they're a big believer in you put the right person in charge, but you make sure you have the right people around them. It's not a one-person job anymore. It's collective with one person making the ultimate decisions. And I think that they would feel comfortable with them there if – he had the right people around him. However, I will tell you, not everybody agrees with that. All right, some quick hitters on players. Uh, yeah. Is is Rasmus Ristolainen the modern day Jack Johnson? I don't know. I, I don't know if I would go that far. Um, you know what? I, you know what I think. I, I think Bob. He wants to play in the playoffs. He's coming up on 600 games. He's never been in a playoff game. He thinks the way he plays would be useful in the playoffs because he's a tough, nasty piece of work. And I think he wants that opportunity to show it. All right, Jeff Petrie, to the Flyers, if they get Ristolain and Adler. I, I, you know, I've just heard that they could have interest in him. Um, that, uh, you know, it makes sense. If they move Ristolain, they're going to need to be. They don't want to go backwards. They want to contend. And I just think that it's something that makes some sense. Will Giroux still be in the Flyers lineup when the Oilers play there Tuesday? I, I, I don't know of anything that's that quick right now, uh, Bob, so I will say yes. Seattle, something's got to get cracking with that team. Like, there's going to be changes there. Has oh, yeah. You know who I can see being big on their radar is Klingberg. Okay. They need a power play quarterback. 
they need somebody who can move the puck, right? Like the other, yeah. the other thing I'm wondering about there too is uh, is like McCann. The guy's having the best season of his career. He's got 21 goals. What are you going to yeah. do there? Good stuff, Elliot. Love having you on the show. Thanks for joining us, Radio Johnny. Bob, get outside and get a tan. Nobody needs to see that. There'll be a Save the Whale campaign taking place as we speak. <laughs> Thanks, Elliot. All right, it is uh, 12.56 in Edmonton. We uh, blew right through a break to give you more Elliot Friedman. And uh, we're going to head off to Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. Back with Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.